Genre. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I really thought you were going to say two drunken halflings at a time. Ah, oh, shoot. I'm Norman Mitchell. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Butts. Oh, well. Dang it. I'm still getting in the groove of this, man. Like, I forget I'm supposed to, like, ad-lib that. <laughs> I'm sticking to the script. Um, joining us today, we have <laughs> fellow dueling genre podcaster, Nick Jimenez. Hello, friend. Hello. Hi. Uh, Nick Jimenez the Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and today, we're going to be talking about Minute 11, which starts with Mary saying, it's good, definitely from the Shire, and ends with... Pippin saying we are and it's unfortunately cut off and it'll start minute 12 tomorrow yeah it's a it's a it's a strange chunk of minutes it it starts very it's very slow and meandery in a good way but then it becomes slow and meandery but also ominous yes yeah i i like this pure wonderful little moment between mary and pippin oh it's it's beautiful (laughs) yeah there. Uh, it's just their camaraderie on full display. Just uh, to, to hit it right off the bat, I, I do just want to give uh, credit to the opening establishing shot of Orthanc with like the snow-capped mountains in the background. It's just it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that uh, that shot is a composite of like six different blue screens. <laughs> what? I can believe it. I mean, look at That's it. That's awesome. But it's just, where are the lines? They're real hard to pick out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's Barry Osborne in the commentary across these few minutes talks really briefly about it, it's either Barry Osborne or Jim Rigel talks about the advancement in uh, digital blue screen technology just between when they put together the first movie and when they put together this one. Oh, I bet. And how much cleaner and easier it all got because computers started doing more of the work. Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense. Because, you know, 1999 to 2002... There were just there were a lot of advancements just in those few years when it comes to computers. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, just it's it's hard to believe that the breadth between the Matrix in '99 and Spider-Man in '02, like that is only just like I mean, like you're not even out of high school in that amount of time, but that already feels like such a different landscape for mm-hmm. for cinema. For sure. But yeah, the the Mary and Pippin thing here. I guess they shot this quite a few times they did a lot of takes in various stages of drunkenness debauchery and high <laughs> ah. and they played with different levels yeah and and peter jackson kind of says that he chose the one of the more conservative takes although they still seem pretty drunk yeah it, it, it's almost like uh i think the way he put it was there was like a a, a weight or scale of high and drunk and they were playing with levels and like drunk overweighing high ended up being the one that fit the vibe of the scene more. <laughs> I like that when you kind of first see see Mary in the this scene, 
is a big old piece of something in his mouth, and he's just trying to swallow it down as people are approaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oh, 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 oh uh, I got to talk to somebody. I think we've all been there at, at one job or another. Yeah. Today, even. <laughs> I, I, I actually think that the beginning moments of this scene are the most stonery that made it, where they're just, like, talking about the quality of, like, oh, yeah, it's definitely from the Shire. Like, yeah. they just sound like just dudes from, like, the valley. <laughs> like, oh, no, this is this is OG. Like, this is good. This is from the Shire. Long Bottom Leaf. Yeah, it's a great name. <laughs> but yeah, and then, like, and then there are even, if you go and watch the DVDs, there's some really great footage of them playing with the levels. And you can totally, like, they made the absolute right choice. It would have been hella weird. For them to be just like 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 perma like stoned, just like giggly stoned. Yeah. What is what are you doing? Oh man, I can't. I I love the look on Aragorn's face. Yeah. When he sees them, because at at first he, there's like this hint of worry, and then it immediately melts away. <laughs> he's just like it's back to hobbits being hobbits. You know, he's used to seeing this. He spent a lot of time in Brie. He missed this. Yeah. My dudes. It's just like, ah, uh, hobbits, exactly as I remember them. <laughs> Gimli is so indignant. I mean, they just came off of, like, 12 hours of fighting in the mud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they, uh, Ber- Bernard Hill talks about them cutting his reaction shot to seeing Merry and Pippin. Because oh. he filmed a reaction shot uh-huh. for <laughs> seeing these them. things. I've heard of hobbits. I've never seen them. They seem harmless. Just, in their natural habitat. Just hobbits in their natural habitat. I love that they create their natural habitat out of a literal war zone. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. there's something very beautiful about it. Mary, there's there's roast chicken and pork <laughs> and cush. Uh-huh. <laughs> we did it. We survived. The tree said that we were going to our doom in the last movie, but we were still here. Let's celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he didn't mean doom as in death. Oh, he meant doom as in like the end or like destiny. Destiny. Got it. You forget. Yeah, we are going to our fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are multiple. That was the more common use of the word doom at the time Tolkien wrote. That's so interesting. Like started writing these these stories. I love I love the lifetime of words and and how they change with us. Yeah. Like fly you fools. I and it, and it's a credit to Tolkien that he doesn't change stuff like that cuz I remember as a kid being a little confused by fly you fools and I'm I now that I'm older I kind of like I'm, I'm glad they didn't stupid you know like make it more palpable for a mass audience like run you idiots or I don't know or like make make it cool <laughs> I'm glad they stuck with they they respected the language of of talking I just in my brain I just remembered that where would you put the f bomb in Lord of the Rings meme and just like right there well that would be really satisfying because fly you fools is already like yeah alliterative yeah mm-hmm. so just add another one right in there. Yeah. Or replace fools. <laughs> yeah. That's great. We can't say that on this show. No. Nope. And what's no. and what's really <laughs> I don't want to make you use the sword so quickly. Yeah. And what's so cool about the about the humor in this movie and like I cuz like I remember you need these moments when you're watching this movie especially in a theater in 2003 because it's it doesn't require any kind of like okay wait where are we? What country is this? What are they where are they? It's like oh the fun guys are back. Hey, it's the fun guys. And yeah. but on a grander scale, you're rem- being reminded of what they're fighting for, because that's like kind of why Aragorn is so happy to see them. Like, oh, my God, thank you. Something kind and 
gentle still exists in this like war zone I've just lived through. Mm-hmm. And it's Merry and Pippin feasting. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you want to see. Feasting and smoking. Feasting and yeah. smoking. <laughs> the salted pork is particularly No, that's next good. minute. Oh, it's the next it's, minute. Yeah. It's kinda like yeah, yeah. it's kinda like what now where you're where you're on Twitter and you just see something stupid and funny and you're like, Oh my god, yeah, I forgot. Just like weeping, like thank oh, you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there is some good in this world and it's worth fighting yeah. for. Yeah. Gimli's just mad that he wasn't invited. Yeah. Again. Oh sure. How come I couldn't have been smoking instead of almost dying in the mud? <laughs> I think this is a light minute. I don't yeah. have a whole lot. I mean, like, no, yeah, Mary and Pippin being Mary and Pippin. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, the only other, like, bigger note is that this whole sequence was originally intended to be at the end of Two Towers. <laughs> Can you imagine sitting there at, like, hour three? They're sitting, drinking, smoking. Like, okay, come because on, guys. Especially Wrap the stuff up. that's back here in the extended, this, like, seven-minute sequence or whatever yeah. it is, mm-hmm. is the end of Theoden's story. As it's like as it exists in two towers. Mm-hmm. Wait, so two towers was going to end with like Saruman Ma- yeah. stuff. With Saruman, you oh know, getting the knife. Like, God, the audience would have just been like, "Are you shitting me?" Like, there's more. <laughs> Imagine seeing like two more plates come out after like well, nine can, nine p.m. You can <laughs> kind of see where this it where this would sure, be in two yeah, towers yeah. because there's that shot of. Gandalf and Aragorn and Theoden and not Amr on that hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that would just like lead into their little trek through Fangorn. It directly into this. Yeah. But I like where Two Towers ends so much. I like, Yeah, I'm actually... And so do they. I'm really impressed. Yeah, I was going to say, I, when I was going back through the, the extended editions recently, I was really impressed by the struggle that 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 philippa boynes and fran walsh and peter jackson experience when trying to break these last two movies and like mm-hmm. the realization of shelob's placement of like oh my god like we can't have shelob in this movie that would be insane and like and all the problems aside i just remember being really impressed with it as like a screenwriter right because like fellowship mm-hmm. has such a natural place where you would want to end it cinematically mm-hmm. right the sundering of the fellowship it's perfect mm-hmm. like it's it's right there in the text. It's a great cliffhanger. Yeah, it's perfect. And then it's just, but what do we do with the, the last two thirds of this? Look at all these all these climactic moments and places where we can break and just, how do we choose? Yeah, like what do we tell the audience? Because, you know, we the audience suffers through, and, I, you know, it's one of the greatest fight war scenes in movie history, but we suffer through and whether the brutality and the drama of Helm's Deep and we are given the reward of Gandalf going over the hill and we're like, thank you, good night. But like, you know, we, we kind of trust the movie that they're telling us this is the big thing to care about. And then to throw a spider on that and have your main oh character, you know, yeah. it's like, wait, I thought you told me that, you know, there's there's right. a trust. Either of those scenes, right? Like if you're, if you take the whole Shalob sequence mm-hmm. or this sequence and you're just like, we're just tacking this on to the end of two towers. Like either one is exhausting. One is seven minutes and one is 40 minutes, but... They're both kind of equally exhausting, but for different kind of reasons. Yeah. Because this this scene, if it was at the end of the movie, would feel, like, tedious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it kind of reminds me of, it kind of reminds me of the the shuffling of post credit scenes that just kind of, we went through with Marvel, where we had, like, like Avengers and Captain Marvel and 
Avengers kind of had like weird, like, you know, like, oh, the Hawkeye thing was supposed to be at the end of Infinity War. And like, oh, some people say the Captain Marvel end credit thing should have been like over here and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, figuring out what they what you want the audience to be thinking about and caring about in, in what moment. I love that Hawkeye thing as the opener of Endgame. Yeah, me too. I think it's really a, a, a cool way to start a movie. Yeah, it sets the tone really well. Yeah. It's just like, are you ready to be depressed for the next, like, 25 minutes before we get this ball rolling? Let's go. <laughs> it's The movie's kind of a reverse of that scene because it, like, starts brutal and slowly gets, like, more heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a bookend. Yeah. I'm still thinking about the fact that, like, we don't even get Shelob until, like, 100 minutes into this movie. Right. So, like, how long would Two Towers have been? <laughs> And I'll be honest, like, I'm not the biggest, like, She Love's not my favorite thing in, in the story. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. She Love's not inherently cool to me, the way, like, Saruman or, like, Helm's Deep is. Man. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is if you're, like, you're trying to, trying to maintain the similar lengths to both movies, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Helm's Deep happens in Return of the King. No, and I don't She Love gets pushed no, no, into no. two towers and it's just like, but then you're just doing what the books are doing. Right. And just totally separating the two storylines. Right. Yeah, that's like eating two, like quarter pounders. Like you could do it, but you're not. But your body's gonna hate you. But at you. what cost? <laughs> but at what cost? <laughs> it's like when I see people going to like see all eight whatever movies in a row before seeing the new one. I'm like, you're done at that point. Yeah. Right. Like those poor people that marathoned all of Marvel before Endgame in a movie theater with other people like watching you. That's ugh, yeah. no. As I get older, I can't really do double features anymore. I can't, like, I'm like, I want to walk around. I can't sit anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to, like, stand behind my couch and watch a movie sometimes. <laughs> Give us more intermissions. Yes. Yeah. Let us, like, like every hour-ish. Can you imagine? Just... Yeah. Let us roll up, like, these guys. Like, get some, like, all right, who wants some wine? He wants to smoke a little bit? <laughs> We're about to head into Pelennor Fields. We're in, like, hour two and a half. How are we feeling? You need a refresher? How about you in row four? God, no. Like, Helm's Deep and Pelennor Fields in the same movie? No, thank you. I know. Pelennor Fields is longer, although it never feels like it to me when I watch the movie. That's because there's elephants. Mm -hmm. It's because there's so much more going on around Pelennor Fields. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this this minute, I think, is exhausted. (laughs) Just like Mary and Pippin. I love how smug Mary looks as he's delivering this line that bridges these two minutes. We didn't die. Did you have any other notes, Nick? No, I'm good. Okay, cool. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. Absolutely. I can't wait to keep going. Yeah. So we are all from the website DuelingGenre.com. Cornetto Minute just wrapped up. It's second season, yeah. Yeah, well, when we were recording. Not Mm -hmm. of its release, but like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, We're currently on a hiatus. Yeah. Um, so go listen to the first two movies. Yeah, yeah we got all of Shaun of the Dead and all of Hot Fuzz. I still haven't seen World's End, so I need to watch that before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, it's, come, uh, you guys come back. It's the Return of the King. It's the it's the, it's the it's the grand finale. It's the best one. Yeah. Unlike Lord of the Rings, there I said it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I think the second one is the best one. Yeah. What's so. your favorite one? It changes between the. I honestly haven't like just done watched all of them in a long done watched all of them in a while. <laughs> um, 
but like my heart, my heart currently agrees with Norman, where I do remember Two Towers being my favorite because I love Gollum and I love Helm's Deep. But like, huh. Fellowship is like a perfect movie, I think. Yeah, Fellowship is so good. Also, it's the only one with a lot of Sean Bean, so like, it's That's got true. a lot going for it. This one's my favorite. Because I'll, I'll watch Sean Bean in anything. Right? Give him a moment for pity's sake. <laughs> Now watch me die like a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, if His last thoughts are probably about Faramir. What? Rude! Oh my god, how could you do this to me on a Monday? Oh my god. I mean, his how last thoughts you? were like, oh man, I never shot my shot with Aragorn. Like, <laughs> man, now that the way he's looking at me, like we could have made this work. <laughs> I would have called you king, and then he'd like... Tries to kiss him oh, as he's dying. No, whatever. Oh, my God. That's like how a fan fiction ends. Oh, yeah, That's the does. fanfic version of that scene. Uh, anyway, if you haven't already, please check out our Patreon if this conversation hasn't dissuaded you from doing so. <laughs> or maybe it has made you want to. There you go. Um, for a whole dollar a month, you can catch me and Nick and three other dudes talking about Scott Pilgrim versus The Minute. Scott Pilgrim versus the world, one minute at a time. Yeah, and I would stuff. love to. I would love to get some guests on there, like Naomi and just in general. Oh Honestly. yeah, I love the crew though. Yeah, that's a fun one. It is fun. Um, well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute twelve. Bye. Bye. Bye.